Green Team Academy, Episode 4, Tale of Two Cities, Mistakes to Avoid, Strategies to Use. Are you ready to become an eco-leader in your community? If so, then you're in the right place. I'm Joan Gregerson. I'm here to help you make a big impact fast. Don't forget to head over to greenteamacademy.com to get your very own Green Team Essentials. I put these together for you because this is exactly what I wished I had had when I was starting out. Join our fabulous community, download the free guide to 12 common but easily avoidable mistakes, and hop into our podcast discussion group. I can't wait to meet you there. And now, let's get started. Hey green team, what's up? So glad to be back with you again. And today, the focus of our episode is learning about strategies to use and mistakes to avoid based on my experiences trying to get some eco actions going in two different locations. So it's called the Tale of Two Cities, and it really should be the tale of one city, which is Longmont, Colorado, and one town, which is Niwot, Colorado. So let me start by telling you, so in Niwot, I lived there for 17 years, and you would maybe guess that that was the place that I had a lot of success, but actually, I had less success there in Longmont, where I was only for two years. So let's back up, let me tell you what happened. So in Niwot, I was super frustrated that we did not have recycling in our town, And I worked pretty much solo to get a recycling center put in. And by the end of that time, we actually did have a recycling center. I feel like I probably made about 300 phone calls to the county, to different departments in the county, to EcoCycle, which was our uh, recycling nonprofit in that area. And by the end of the time, I got an award from EcoCycle. And as I said, the recycling center went in. But when I left, I'd left nothing to continue on after me. And also my vision was not really beyond just getting that recycling center in. So it was a very limited experience for being somewhere for 17 years. In contrast, when I moved to Longmont in 2013, I had been offered a job and accepted it. And right after I accepted it, Longmont experienced a 500-year flood. It was a massive rain and flooding event. And after the waters went down, and a couple weeks later, I moved into that area and started working, I was really interested in getting involved in whatever sustainability initiatives were happening. For several months, I reached out to anybody that I could think of to see what was going on and see if I could be a part of it. What I found that there really wasn't anything going on. And finally, I found one person. And the funny thing is, he was also from that same organization from EcoCycle. And so David and I started and I just made the name up of Sustainable Revolution Longmont. We had our first meeting in February of 2014. I quickly suggested the idea of how about doing an Earth Day event. And because it was so close to the Earth Day that year, we decided to go for Earth Day in 2015. So I reserved the Boulder County Fairgrounds for Earth Day in 
April of 2015, and we started working towards that. We started having regular meetings, and we became a fiscally sponsored project of an existing 501c3. So we were able to take money. We started writing grants, and we started a youth leadership council that helped coordinate a lot of this and brought in a lot of youth energy and brought in a lot of families. In April of 2015, we had an Earth Day festival with 70 exhibitors and 35 of those were what we called youth booths. These were kids that had gotten together. It was, in one case, a choir, an elementary school choir. Another was a four-year-old teaching about marine animals. So all these different visions of a better future. And so by doing that, we've created all these partnerships and pulled in all these families. We also brought in we who attended was the mayor, several of the city council people. I also included a link for the photos and videos from that 2015 Youth of the Earth Festival. There are just some wonderful pictures in there, and I think if you have a moment to check it out, it's really going to brighten your day. And in addition to doing that whole Earth Day Festival, our regular meetings, our regular adult group was going to city council meetings, and actually some of the youth also went to city council meetings and to school board meetings. And within the end of about two years, we got a lot of the main things that we wanted, which was we wanted a sustainability plan. We wanted a sustainability consultant to help the city, and we wanted them to hire a sustainability coordinator. And they did all of that. And when I left the city in May of 2015, this nonprofit continued, and it's still now going at Sustainable Resilient Longmont. And it's had its ups and downs, and it's had its growing pains and its times of strength, but it is still working, and it's that force and that voice for sustainability going forward. I hope that that gives you a a good feeling if you've been out there and you've worked in a in some locations and you haven't had the results that you want then it might have just been timing, but there might also be strategies that you could be using that would be more effective. Real quick, let me run through a list of what some of those strategies are. The first is embrace leadership. So that means instead of just trying to go solo, that you are going to lead a group. You're going to take that on to facilitate a group. Build a core team. You may only need one other person to start with to really get in there with you, but you need somebody. So build a team. Dream of a better world. So don't focus on just one project. Think long-term, what are the impacts that a group like yours could have? Find partners. Again, don't try to do it alone. There's so many partners I could have gone after in NIWAT now that I'm thinking through this, like schools and businesses, but I just didn't. And by not doing so, I limited my impact. Plan an initial event. Get ready to take money. Form an official group. So become a fiscally sponsored project of a 501c3. Promote, promote, promote. Hold an initial event. Document and reevaluate so that you can keep learning from your mistakes. Celebrate your successes. 
Include youth as part of your leadership, which is also going to bring in lots of families. And include art and music so that it doesn't become a heavy, guilt-ridden thing, but instead it's a way to show people how much fun you're having and you're going to naturally attract them. That's it for episode four. Love to hear your thoughts over in the podcast discussion group. And remember, the time for action is now because there is no planet B. You, my friend, are doing such important work. Caring about the planet and trying to figure out how to make an impact fast. You're exactly the kind of person that our world needs more of. To make sure that you're not wasting your precious time or energy, make sure you head over to greenteamacademy.com. Check out the expert trainings that are available and get your Green Team Essentials so you'll get the support you need. Thank you for everything you're doing and I'll see you right back here next time on the Green Team Academy podcast.